you use the word hustle culture, but more and more women are totally burning themselves out physically and emotionally. And if you keep doing that again and again, and you keep thinking that more is better and harder is better all the time, your body will eventually probably tell you and say, you know what? <laughs> it's not better. And I, we get a lot of women in a sisterhood who are dealing with things like adrenal fatigue or adrenal burnout or autoimmune conditions, constantly burning yourself out. It's no longer something they can do and continue to feel good in their life. Welcome to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm your host, Marie Wold, health and fitness influencer, coach, and lifestyle entrepreneur committed to educating and empowering women to become their very best selves. Each week, my guests and I are proving that with hard work and the right mindset, absolutely anything is possible. We are here to bring you not just inspiration, but also actionable takeaways that you can use to create a life that you love right now. We're talking all things personal development, including health, fitness, confidence, relationships, and so much more. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. You're listening to episode number 74 of the Grind and Be Grateful podcast, and we've been talking a lot about the holidays lately, and I honestly love this time of year. I love that this little thing that I talk about quite a lot called balance really taps us on our shoulder in our relationships, our work, our wellness, and our freedom during this season. And if you know my story at all, you know I've been very out of balance. I know what that's like with with my life and with reality and it's just no fun. It ruins moments, it ruins memories and it holds us back from living to our fullest potential and just living life to its fullest potential. So I'm extremely grateful that I now have years of balanced living under my belt now and that today's guest is going to help you get there too by sharing her encouragement, love, wisdom, and light for any of you guys who are still struggling to find your own balance. So, you know, we're all about giving ourselves grace over here and our guest is actually known for the mantra grace over guilt, which strikes a special chord with all of us because it's always a work in progress. I go back to that all the time. And today we have Robin Long of The Balance Life. I could not be more excited to have Robin on. She's a Pilates instructor, a mom of four, and brings a balanced and healthy approach to holistic living, making it super attainable for every type of woman, whether you're a mom like her, a corporate badass, a student, whatever it might be. She has got so much insight about balance and prioritizing your your wellness and prioritizing your journey. Robin is honestly revolutionizing what it means to live a holistic lifestyle through redefining what it means to love and accept the unique bodies and lives we have been given while also continuously working to grow and become the best possible versions of ourselves because those two things can totally coexist. And in our conversation today, we're connecting on a soul level, chatting all things sisterhood, self-care, race, guilt, internal dialogue, efficiency, consistency, fresh starts, owning your journey, and so, so much more. You can tell that this conversation was packed full of incredible insights. So get ready for the permission you've been needing to live life with more freedom and less guilt while creating a healthy and uniquely balanced life of your own. 
This episode is brought to you by the Grind and Be Grateful Accelerator, which is my brand new intimate 16-week group program that teaches online coaches how to scale to 5K months and make an incredible impact in the lives of other women. Like I said, the Accelerator is a shiny brand new program that is built for current or aspiring online coaches by an online coach who gets it aka me. So if you are a current or aspiring online health, fitness, wellness, lifestyle coach who's got a big dream and big ambitions to help other women, but this whole like entrepreneurship thing turns out it's a lot harder than it looks on Instagram. If that is you and you're feeling like you need a plan, you need support, strategy, a hype squad, and most importantly, someone who has been where you want to go, this is literally made for you. And across 16 value-packed weeks. We will cover everything you need to start and scale your online coaching business to 5k months and secure a roster full of your dream clients. This isn't magic and I definitely wouldn't say that it's necessarily easy, but it is 100% possible for ambitious women who are ready to start making an impact, implementing what they learn, and building their dream business. I could not be more excited to kick off the accelerator in January of of 2020. So now is the time to enroll and lock in your spot. Plus for the first 10 women that sign up for the accelerator, you will get a bonus one-on-one call with me, which is valued at over $400. So you're essentially getting a $400 bonus for free just for being an action taker and one of the first people to sign up for this incredible opportunity. You can get more information and secure your spot at bit.ly slash gbg accelerator again that's bit.ly slash gbg accelerator we'll have the link in the show description the show notes so that you can click it right there but you can also just type that straight into your bio again gbg accelerator and i cannot wait to kick this off in january you know this is really born from number one i love business like i am such a business nerd i went to business school and I think growing my business and just learning everything, investing over $100,000 in mentors and courses on the business end of things has really shown me how cool it is to have all the tools and support and strategies you need to literally build your dream and create the life that you have always wanted to live. Like that is so cool. And then on the other hand, I'm also super excited to do this just to give other heart-centered coaches the tools that they need to succeed and serve other women because I'm only one person and I can only work with so so many women over the course of a month or a year. And so this is a way to create this incredible ripple effect and really spread the power of balanced living and health and wellness to women all across the world, women that I would never have enough time to work with. So I'm super, super Super excited to be taking a few women, a small group of women under my wing through this 16 week group program and really equip them with everything that they need to start making the impact that's on their hearts and also start making an incredible income to match. So if that sounds like something you're excited about and you really want to get serious about your business and coaching goals in 2020, then again, head to bit.ly slash GBG accelerator and get signed up. Again, the first 10 women to join will get a bonus private call with me, which is valued at 
$100. So you're getting a $400 bonus just for being an action taker. I love me an action taker. Before we jump into the interview, let's quickly do the review of the week. This one comes from Lindsay Ward. She said, thank you. Five stars. I was originally introduced to Marie through her podcast when I was looking for something positive to add to my life. I love that you found me from the podcast. I think that's like, it usually kind of happens the other way. So that's super cool. This podcast has made parts of my day more positive every single day. I get ready in the morning to this podcast. I listen to this podcast during my planning at work and I listen to this podcast when I'm in a sour mood. This show is perfect for you if you're struggling with your mindset, fitness, and nutrition goals. Thank you, Marie, for adding positive aspects to my life. I'm so grateful for all this podcast does for my life, and I always look forward to the next topic. P.S. This podcast is straight fire in the words of my high school students. That is so cool that you shared that with your students. Lindsay actually was in Moving or Shine, so I know that she's a teacher in a high school, and I think that's so awesome that you've shared this show with them and I'm honestly honored that this is something that you would recommend to the people that you are leading so thank you so much for the love Lindsay so glad that you found me so glad that you found the show and that it's had a positive impact in your life so if you're Lindsay Ward you get a surprise wellness little present from us. So go ahead and DM me with your address. If you're not the review of the week, but you would like a chance to get a little care package from us, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on either the Apple podcast app on your iPhone or on iTunes on your Apple computer. Either one works. It honestly takes one minute, but makes our entire life, honestly, my team and I, because this show is one of my favorite things that I do. And I just know that that all the guests that are on this show and all the topics that we cover have been so eye-opening and so such a blessing for me. So I love when you guys leave reviews, when you let me know how the show has impacted you. And also rating and, ratings and reviews really, really help our show grow, um, climb up the rankings and help more new people find us. So if you are a supporter of the show and if the show has been valuable to you, then doing a rating and review is excellent as well as sharing an episode with a friend, sharing it on your Instagram stories. I love getting tagged by y'all. But anyway, I'm going to shut up now. We're going to jump into the episode and I hope you love it as much as I hi robin welcome to the grind and be grateful podcast thank you i am so excited to be here yeah we are thrilled to have you here today and i can't wait to jump in because you have so much to share with our listeners but if it's cool with you let's start off with just some rapid fire q a's oh i love it let's do it Okay, awesome. So we're almost ending another decade and like time is just flying and I swear it just keeps going faster and faster. But I'm wondering what's your favorite like family trip or memory from this past year? Oh, I was just thinking about this this morning. Um, I would say we took a spring break trip down to Newport Beach, California. So I live in California, Mm -hmm. um, but it's only a couple hours away. But I just had um, twin babies, babies number three and four this oh past gosh. year. Yeah. So we were debating if we should try to even attempt a trip, but we wanted to get away and we did. And it was so much fun. And I was just thinking about that this morning, already planning to go back next spring break. So yeah, that's awesome. It was a blast. Yeah. Okay. I know that you swear by Pilates and that's the main form of exercise that you teach. So what is your favorite Pilates exercise? 
Mm. Or is that the right, is that the right term? Like movement Mm -hmm. exercise? Okay, great. Yeah, that's perfect. I'd say the Pilates teaser. So that's basically for those people who don't know Pilates, it's you're lying flat on your back and you basically use all of your muscles, especially your abs to come up into like a V sit position Uh and then lower yourself back down with control. So I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's hard. I love it because it's effective and it uses your entire body. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Would you consider yourself an early bird or a night owl? Mm, Neither. But if I had to pick one, if I had to choose, I'd say early bird. Okay. And then do you prefer cooking or baking? Oh, definitely cooking. I don't bake at all. Do you have a favorite <laughs> thing that you like cook for your family all the time? Um, I'd say my go-to is like a roasted veggie bowl. So Yum. quinoa, a bunch of roasted veggies. Maybe we'll throw in some chicken sausage or chicken if we want some extra protein, but that's our go-to. And then we just kind of change up the seasoning to, yeah. so we don't get too bored. So good. So easy. Okay. On that yeah. note, what is your least favorite health food that you like would refuse to eat, even though it's really good for you? Oh yeah. Um, ginger. I really don't really? like ginger. Anything flavored ginger is just hard for me to even touch ginger. And I know this is like kind of out there health food, but you know, sardines are really good for you and really good for your brain, but I can't do it. Honestly, I've never (laughs) like voluntarily eaten a sardine, like maybe in Caesar salad dressing. So I would probably say I'm a no for that one, but I think my (laughs) least favorite health food is beets. I can't say really. Okay. okay. I I think they taste like dirt. I don't know. <laughs> I, that's actually, I have a recipe in one of my meal plans that's like a beet smoothie. And I have, some people love it and other people say it tastes like dirt. So you're not yeah. alone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Last but not least, are you a coffee or a tea type of gal? Coffee all the way. And then how do you take it? Um, lately, I've been doing bulletproof. Mm, okay. So awesome. yeah, that's kind of, or either that or just with a little bit of almond milk. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and dive in. I would love for our listeners to learn a little bit more about your journey um, to where you are today as like a Colorado girl turned a Santa Barbara mama, an absolute rock star at continuing to create a uniquely balanced life of your own for your family. So start wherever you'd like and kind of just tell us your origin story when we want to hear it all. So don't, don't be shy. Okay. Okay. I'll try to sum it up a little bit so we don't go into a long (laughs) conversation, but yeah, I was born in Colorado. Um, grew up as a athlete, but eventually turned dancer kind of later in my high school years. I finally told my parents, I don't want to play soccer anymore. I want to pursue dance Mm -hmm. and threw myself into that a hundred percent. And that was a big part of my life as I kind of went through college and um, was kind of finding my path. So dance and movement and even athletics have always kind of been a part of me. I've just, once I got out of, I think a lot of people can relate to this. Once you get out of either, whether it's high school sports or college sports um, or activities, trying to figure out how to incorporate those things into your life Mm-hmm. And the next season can be a real challenge. You yeah. know, it's a huge part of your identity and who you are. And then all of a sudden your opportunities are gone to keep participating. And right. so I definitely went through that. And after college, I, well, I'd say kind of even in college was trying to figure out, should I pursue professional dancing? I wanted to move to LA and just kind of do the whole audition music video thing. Um, but I didn't. Then I pursued, I considered like 
one of the ways dancers can keep working is being, um, like a professional cheerleader, you know, like Mm -hmm. in the NBA or the NFL. Yeah. So I pursued that a little bit, made some auditions, almost made it glad I didn't make the team that year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was not what I needed. So I kind of honestly floundered around for a little bit and then kind of just put it on the back burner and was like, I'm not sure how I'm going to continue with this. And I started working a traditional corporate job and I considered being a yoga instructor and personal trainer, but nothing ever felt right. And then it wasn't until I was actually working in a corporate job after college and I really started struggling with, um, really just wasn't feeling well. I had a lot of unexplainable pain. I was seeing doctors and no one could figure out what was going on. And I was really anxious. For the first time in my life, I started dealing with really like troubling and crippling anxiety. And so... I'm not sure what led me to do it, but I went to a Pilates class. For whatever reason, I just went to a Pilates class and it had been the first time in a long time. And from that moment, honestly, everything changed. I I was able to find a way to reconnect with my body again, which we could go deeper into this at some point in the conversation if you want yeah. to. But in doing so, really was able to, all of a sudden, some of my pain started disappearing and my anxiety lessened. And then the best part was I was also actually seeing results for mm-hmm. like the first time ever from my workouts. I was like, I feel new muscles and I feel actually physically stronger. And I was seeing progress. And just there was a ripple effect in my life that was like amazing and transformative. And so that really led me into saying, okay, I'm going to quit my corporate job. I'm going to teach Pilates full time, which is an adventure to try to, you know, create a full time living, Mm -hmm. um, being a teacher. But I hustled hard for years and was able, my, my first goal was, okay, how can I replace my corporate salary? Like that was my first goal. And my husband was in grad school at the time. So I was working hard teaching, you know, eight to 10 hour days all over the Bay area, um, at Stanford, at Equinox, at all these different places, private clients, but I was loving it. But I also knew that I was going to burn out you know, working that hard and teaching that many hours a day is really draining. For sure. And I also knew I want to have a family someday. And, you know, I don't want to be working, teaching 10 hour days. Like this isn't going to work unless I want to put my kids in full-time childcare and honestly couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. So that's when I started exploring different options. And we also moved to a different city in California. And that's when I started experimenting with putting some of my classes online and running online programs. And then from there, it's just continued to develop so that now 90% of what I do is actually teaching Pilates online. And that's kind of where I am now. Awesome. So when you do online Pilates, um, like for example, I'm an online coach, so I give my clients um, workouts and stuff, but they're not live. So is the way that you do Pilates similar or is it like people literally tune in live and do a class? That's a good question. No, it's not live. You're, you're similar to yours. Probably I record the videos in the classes and then send them out to members or clients that way. Okay. Very cool. So with Pilates, like I have a background as a college volleyball player, a bodybuilder, I've done powerlifting. So 
Pilates and I've done yoga, but like Pilates is very foreign to me and honestly kind of scares me (laughs) because it's just so different than like every other form of exercise that I've ever done. So do you have any advice for the Pilates curious, but also Pilates scared people? Yes. And I love that you say that because I think it does have a little bit of like this, uh, yeah, feeling around it of it's intimidating. Like, and I realized that not everyone is just going to walk into a studio and take a class because it is intimidating. And so that's what, yeah. Like seeing a bunch of reformers. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what I would do <laughs> and with I that. Think they look like torture equipment or something. So that's yeah. actually one of my favorite things about teaching it online is helping to make it more approachable. So you can try it in your living room, in your sweats and fumble mm-hmm. around and feel awkward and not feel like you have to know what you're doing. Like when you go to a studio. Um, yeah. But I would say that for people who are curious, um, a lot of people actually just think it's like yoga. You know, it's like same thing. It's similar in that it's done on a mat and you wear similar clothes um, and the class style feels similar, but it's actually quite different in the sense that Pilates is really more strength-based. So not that yoga doesn't build strength, but you're moving through exercises that kind of keep you moving and challenge your muscles. And you're really focusing on alignment and really using the right muscles. So for someone like you, who's used to weight training and Mm -hmm. high intensity workouts, Pilates would absolutely support that and be a great, really actually almost form of cross training because Mm -hmm. you're realigning your body. You're making sure that your alignment is on point. The right muscles are firing when they should be firing, you know, so that, you know, if you, it's very common for us to have dominant muscles that end up and our body naturally starts calling upon those dominant muscles. And then some of the more dormant muscles get kind of underused and a little bit weaker. And that's why we end up with things like an aching hip or, you know, something doesn't feel right. Um, your back is hurting or something like that. So Pilates is a great way to restore your alignment, to improve your flexibility, but not by way of necessarily stretching. Like you don't just sit and stretch. It's just through movement. Mm-hmm. It's going to help your range of motion, your mobility, And also just to help you kind of get back in touch to say, oh, yes, okay, my hamstring is firing when it's supposed to be firing. And when I do do that, I'm not, you know, letting go of my core and falling out of alignment. So it really brings a lot of body awareness and strength that then you can bring to your other workouts to perform even better there. Right. That's so awesome. And I think like now after hearing that, it it sounds so much more complimentary than I ever realized. Um, and I also ride horses. So having like, excuse me, having that, um, like muscular endurance and working on like your balance and your core strength and, um, staying really aligned and symmetrical is really helpful for riding horses as well. So I definitely need, like, this is the official thing that like pushes me over the edge to try it out. So you would say for people who want to try it out, but like maybe going into a reformer class is a little intimidating. You recommend just starting at home, getting familiar with the movements. Um, and then once they get a little confidence, like take it to a class or just stay at home. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that is a great way to do it. So you can do Pilates on a mat with no equipment mm-hmm. at all, or you can do it on the equipment that you see when you walk into a studio, like a reformer or a Cadillac, the stuff that you definitely need an instructor right. to be walking you through and teaching you how to use that. So yeah, my recommendation would be start at home. I have a free five-day series on my website. You could try that. It's five days, just 15 minutes a day. So something you could literally tag on like after your time at uh-huh. the gym or after your run or after your writing session. 
try it, get comfortable. And then, you know, you could either continue with online workouts or then I have people in my community all of the time. This like nothing could make me more proud is when they say, I finally got into a studio or I finally started a weekly class. And the instructor was so impressed with my Ooh. form, even though it was my first yeah. class. It's like as an online instructor, that's like nothing could be better, yeah. you know? So getting, getting comfortable at home and giving it a try that way, it's very low commitment, you know, and gives, gives you a chance to get your feet wet. And then you can decide if it's something you want to pursue, you know, with a class and a teacher. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And we'll be sure to put the link to your free five-day series in the show notes. So if anyone else is listening and wants to join me on that, we can totally all do it together. So what's the um, URL for that so that we can swipe it? Yeah. If you go to thebalancedlifeonline.com, you'll find it right there. Okay. Awesome. And part of your brand and your classes and stuff is a balanced life community, the balanced lifestyle or balanced life sisterhood. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us more about that and like why you feel that community surrounding movement is super important. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that this is something that you're passionate about too. And um, this Balanced Life Sisterhood is basically our online community. Um, It's a membership site. So every month we're going through um, like a new workout calendar together and members get access to Pilates workouts on demand. You know, we have a whole library of workouts along with some other resources that really are not necessarily just focused on Pilates, but on this idea of living a more balanced, whole, and healthy life. And that looks different Mm -hmm. for everyone, right? So there's a lot of room for that. And I think the value of being a part of a community, it's there's so many reasons. But for one, it's hard to do it alone. You know, we've all said like, oh, I'm going to start working out on Monday or, oh, I'm going to try this new thing. But we either it's just in your head and you're kind of only committing to yourself. And then when you don't feel good or you're not motivated, it's just easy to be like, yeah, never mind. Maybe next week. (laughs) And there's nothing there that's kind of like keeping you going. And so when you're a part of something bigger, when you're a part of a community, you see whether it's through a Facebook group or online messaging or whatever, you see that other people, you know, might be waking up on a Monday morning feeling unmotivated, but they went ahead and got on their mat, even if it was in their pajamas and they came back to post about it. And then that gives you that little boost of, Hey, okay, if she did it, I can do it. You know, other people around there feeling unmotivated too. And it helps you to just feel not alone. Yeah. It's also a place when you do get stuck or you do have a question where you can go and get feedback and support rather than just feeling like, discouraged, you know, oh, I didn't know. I don't know how to do that move very well, or something's hurting in my hip, or I can't figure out how to fit this into my busy schedule. Whatever it might be, there's thousands of women who can support you and come cheer you on and let them know, let you know what has worked for them. And that is huge in helping you to actually stay committed and stay consistent and not give up just when you run into a challenge or a roadblock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of busy women, and I'm sure that your community is full of them, like what makes Pilates really amazing for busy women in particular? Because I know that like, for example, on your Instagram, like you specifically shout out that you like help busy women. So what's the connection there? Yeah, that's, I. Te- you know, we teach what we need to know. Yeah. I'm trying, I am a 
fitness, Pilates professional, and I am still struggling to fit my workouts in. Mm -hmm. And I found what works. And so that is where my heart is in helping other people because I'm a mom of four little ones, six and under. So it, and I work, you know, so it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of, a lot that goes into scheduling and trying to make time, not only for all of the people in my life and my work and my passions, but also my health. And so Pilates was a game changer for me for a couple of reasons, but one, it's total mind and body, right? So you're getting the strength in one workout. You can get the strength benefits. You can get the toning. You can get the flexibility. You can also get the mental health benefits of, you know, breathing, reducing stress, clearing your mind, improving your focus. So all in one (laughs) package, if you Mm -hmm. will. So you don't have to kind of, well, first I have to do my workout and then I have to go do my meditation and then I have to, you know, do my stretching. It's all there in one workout. Mm -hmm. It's also one of the things that has, well, this is why I was addicted from the beginning, but this is true even when it was started back with Joseph Pilates is it's extremely efficient. So he used to say, you know, you could spend an hour doing sloppy workout, a sloppy exercises or exercises that you're kind of doing half-heartedly. You're at the gym, you're doing a hundred countries, you're doing some squats, whatever. Or you could spend 10, 15, 20 minutes doing Pilates, which is extremely focused, extremely Mm -hmm. intentional. Every movement has a purpose and is designed to engage specific muscle groups and it works the body as a whole. So you can get way more bang for your buck. So with busy women, that's like gold, right? Like I want the most of my time on the mat. And then lastly, the kind of just bonus that I love is you don't really have to shower afterwards. (laughs) And so uh, that's just a game changer some days when you're like, I don't have time to shower and you don't get super sweaty. So you can just put on your clothes and go. (laughs) Yeah. I love that you address like the efficiency and most bang for your buck thing, because I think that a lot of women have the wrong idea about exercises. Like, the longer you go and the sweatier you get, the better. And like a super intense, super sweaty workout isn't actually necessarily better for your goals or for your well-being or whatever it may be. But we kind of have this like false notion that like the more you kill yourself at the gym, like the better. And I think that it's so important to like just remind everyone that there are so many different types of exercise and like there isn't one way to be fit. And like actually what's going to be the most beneficial and healthy for you isn't necessarily what's like, you know, making you the most tired or making you the most sweaty. Oh my gosh. Yes. I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. I figured, I figured because I think maybe people are hesitant to try Pilates because it's like not intense enough or like they're so used to doing a ton of cardio or a hit class or something like that. Um, So they're like, well, it doesn't look hard enough or it doesn't look sweaty enough or whatever. You know, they just have an idea that that's what your workout should look like. And I think that that's kind of perpetuated by the media and things like that. Um, And it's like the whole kind of hustle culture. But Pilates Mm -hmm. is an awesome I mean, it sounds awesome. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm going to. It sounds awesome um, for especially like mental health and just being super efficient and like taking care of your body, like a form of exercise that is more about supporting your body rather than like punishing it. Absolutely. You nailed it. A hundred percent. And 
It's so true. I, we work through that with a lot of people when they start, you know, I get a lot of emails from people saying like, are you sure this is going to work? <laughs> or I'm used to spending an hour in the gym or, you know, yeah. and I'm like, just try it, just try it. And it doesn't mean you can't also have those hard, sweaty workout days. And it doesn't mean that, um, for some people that's great for other people, something that is becoming, I would almost use the word epidemic, but I'm not sure you know, I'm not the researcher who can say that, but more and more women, because you said you use the word hustle culture, Mm -hmm. but more and more women are totally burning themselves out and physically and emotionally. And if you keep doing that again and again, and you keep, you know, thinking that more is better and harder is better all the time, your body will eventually probably tell you and mm-hmm. say, you know what? <laughs> it's not better. And I, we get a lot of women in our program and in the sisterhood who are dealing with things like adrenal fatigue right. or adrenal burnout or autoimmune conditions where that those kind of workouts, that going hard and just constantly burning yourself out is, you know, it's no longer something they can do and continue to feel totally. good in their life. Yeah. At a certain and point, so, you can't recover from those. I, I've gone through yeah. that. Like I've had to take yeah. a huge break because I was having adrenal fatigue. I wasn't recovering. And so having something like Pilates would have been like the key for me. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm at, I've been in kind of this weird season this past year um, where I just had twins last year. So I've noticed with myself, it just took a toll on my body and you know, and also having the other kids too in the business. It's not just the twins. It's like everything combined. And I've had to be way more mindful. I'm, I'm noticing myself not recovering as well, mm-hmm. right? When I do a, when I do a hit workout or something, I'm just noticing. It's like, okay, if I had good sleep, if I'm having an energizing week, I feel good and it works. But if I'm having a week that, I don't know, maybe I'm not getting good sleep or maybe I had a cold recently or if, if anything is kind of low in my body, I'm like, yeah, I don't feel better yeah, after that. Yeah. So I've had to be really, it's hard. It's a mindset shift. You know, if you're used to that kind of, that's what equals healthy to you mm-hmm. is working hard, then it is a bit of a mindset shift to say, no, this, the healthier thing is actually to do a low intensity exercise today, you know, yeah. or something that actually isn't going to yeah, burn me out even more. So it's a mindset shift for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that also comes from like, well, people's need to do like, like push super hard and do the really challenging, intense, sweaty workouts. I think that comes also from the idea of number one, like if you're not dying, you're not working hard enough and like us working hard enough equals self-worth or whatever. And also um, like we assume that that's going to change our bodies the most. Yeah. And so like anything less than that isn't enough. And so can you just talk about like, number one, how to have a better relationship with exercise so it's not just about your body? And number two, like how even if you have physique goals, which is fine if it's coming from like a loving place, how it's not necessarily true that like the harder you work, the more your body changes. Oh, totally. Yeah, this is so good. And I 
can just say from my experience, and I hear this from people in our community all the time that like, I never, I, once I started doing Pilates, I saw better results than ever mm. before. Even when I was spending, you know, getting my 45 minutes of cardio in and then lifting and things like that. Now I'm not saying that isn't a great option for some people, right? There are many different ways to get, um, results and to see changes like physical changes in your body. Um, but for me, it was like, whoa, I'm, I feel a new muscle. Mm. Like all of a sudden I feel, and I felt stronger. I could see the progression, like what I could do a month ago versus what I can do now with my body. I feel in control. I feel stronger. Mm. And so I think sometimes you just have to let go of, well, it is, again, it comes back to that mindset shift, but of, of the idea that just because something burns you out and feels harder, it's more effective. That's not necessarily true. Right. And you know that I'm sure from other kinds of workouts that you do, um, that more is not always more. Mm -hmm. And so I think having the opportunity to try it, experiment with it and see how your body responds is just something that I would encourage people to do. We just get stuck in that. Like I still get comments from people, you know, well, how much cardio do I need to be doing to go along with this? Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm like, well, why don't you start with this? Mm-hmm. Just see how your body responds, see how you feel. And then, and then if you feel like, you know what, I really, I want to make sure I'm getting in some cardio. I want to get my heart rate up or I want to get that extra endorphin boost. Like, let's start thinking about mm-hmm. it differently than just what am I supposed to do? What box do I have to check right. off? You know? And then to go back to your question of, you know, how to do it in a way that is healthy and loving for your body. I really tried to, because, because this, this was my struggle, right? Like a lot of this comes from my struggle of my relationship with exercise before was always to fix my body. Mm -hmm. It was always to get my thighs smaller or, you know, to be less, whatever, squishy, Mm -hmm. whatever, untoned, whatever you want to call it. It was always my goal. Like that was why I exercised was to try to have a body that was, I don't know what the media told me my body should look like. (laughs) And so thankfully it was actually through Pilates is where my transformation started happening because I think what it did is it, it started to connect movement with how I feel. Mm. And I started to be fall in love with how good I felt after a Pilates workout, the energy that was in my body, the blood flow, the like feeling just more connected because it's a mind body exercise, right? So you don't just put on headphones and zone out when you do Pilates. You actually are listening to your teacher cue you through exercises. You're breathing. You're noticing how different positions feel. You're very aware and present when you do Pilates. So coming out of the workouts, I feel clear headed. I'd feel energized. I feel stronger. And then I would start noticing a ripple effect that would happen. And I hear this from our members all the time, where after you just had that great experience on the mat, then you kind of, there's this ripple effect that happens. You feel better. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, I want to, I'm going to have a big glass of water instead of going straight for that Mm -hmm. diet Coke. Or, you know, I feel energized and healthy. I want to keep that feeling going. So I'm going to go for a walk this afternoon instead of, you know, just, turning on Netflix or whatever it might be. I just noticed there's this ripple effect when you really start to connect to how good it feels to take care of yourself for the right reasons. And so that's something that I'm always trying to point um, my students back to is 
how do you feel when you're done? Like, how do you feel? How's your mood? How's your energy? And let's not only focus on how your jeans are fitting or, you know, how much cellulite you can see in the mirror or what the number on the scale says, but let's think bigger than that and think about how we feel in our life and in our days and in our mood, because that's what really matters. Right. And then, and then if you do have physique goals, like all of a sudden it becomes this positive, enjoyable thing. That's about, Oh, I'm healthy in this. And I want to set a goal in this. And it's, it's okay to do that, but it doesn't come out of this place of punishment or trying mm-hmm. to fix yourself, or if I just had smaller thighs, then yeah. I'd be happy. Preach. You know, that, that's so important to yeah. me. And like something I share all the time is like when you're setting a goal, it needs to come from a place of love and not trying to fix yourself or, you know, like out of a place of self, self-loathing because that's never like a, a negative process can never create a positive result. Yeah. Yes. So movement is obviously a huge part of having a balanced lifestyle. And it's so important to you and the people in your sisterhood, as well as me and probably all of our listeners. But what are the other elements that you like to talk about as part of a balanced lifestyle? Because that's a huge piece, but it's only one piece, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I think one of the things that comes to mind is what you and I just talked about, about you know, understanding what kind of workout might be healthiest for you. Um, And I like to zoom out and think of health as so much bigger than just exercise. And Mm -hmm. I think that's something that people kind of get stuck on. If they think health, they think, oh, it's, it's all about my workouts or all about exercise or it's all about food, right? It's just kind of those are the only two components that we think of when you want to get healthy, food and exercise. And health is about so much more than that. And so inside the sisterhood, inside the balanced life, when we're trying to create this like healthy, balanced life, it's going to also take into account your sleep, your mental health, like what's going on inside your head. You know, how are, how's your anxiety? How's your stress? How much tension are you holding into your body? Um, because you can be super strong and toned, But if you're a wreck mentally, you're not healthy, right? Right? You're not living in a healthy place. And even recently, I put a post on Instagram where I talked about how I skip workouts to get more sleep. Mm -hmm. And the kind of like hustle mindset or the traditional mindset in the fitness world and is if you cared about your health, you'd get up early and work out. Right. Like the no, you know, like is no days off yeah. type of mentality. Yeah. And if it mattered to you, you'd really get up. If mm-hmm. you were dedicated, you'd really get up. And there are times for that, right? Like right. we have to start to learn the difference. And I think that's where some of the nuance that we talk about in the balanced life and what it means to have a healthy, uniquely balanced life for you is just because so-and-so is getting up at 5am and hustling to get our workout in because that works for her and she feels good when she does it and she has higher energy and it's serving her life really well, doesn't mean that that's what you should be doing. Right. And I think that's just, these are important conversations to have around health and fitness. It's not one size fits all. And there's so many factors that go into what's healthy for you and what's healthy for one person isn't healthy for the next person. And so that's what I love to bring to the conversation when it comes to really health and overall wellness. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm sure since you're a busy mom of four and you run a business and you have a husband, like you have so much going on, um, but you're also really big on wellness and taking care of yourself. So I'm sure that you have a really killer, super efficient morning routine. Can you share that with us? Mm, I love that you asked this question because um, this kind of goes back to what I was just saying about seasons and what, like one thing, that's something I'm big about seasons, right? So what works for you in one season might not be the totally. same for you in another season. Yeah. And I love the idea of a solid morning routine that includes, you know, waking up early and getting a workout in and doing some reading and prayer and all of these things. And it's one of the things that I have to hold most loosely in these years with young babies. Mm. So I've breastfed all of my kids and when you're breastfeeding in the morning, um, you kind of lose a lot of your control over your morning. Yeah, like the morning so isn't really yours anymore, probably. It's <laughs> not yours anymore. Yeah, and especially when they're teeny tiny, right? And especially when there's two of them and oh there's gosh. twins. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that takes up a lot of time. So it's definitely something in different seasons where I've had to hold really loosely to say, wow, I would love to have an amazing morning routine. But right now... I wake up, I feed the babies, I figure out how to get, you know, and, and so, but I will say I found a little bit of a rhythm now that the twins just turned one. So for me, I, I have to thank my husband because he makes this possible in the mornings, but basically I wake up before all the kids are awake and I shower and start getting ready. And while I get ready, I listen to a podcast and it's either some kind of like business podcast or health podcast or even spiritual faith-based podcast. And while I do that, my husband's getting the big kids their breakfast and getting them ready for school. Then I'll sneak in probably just like 15 to 20 minutes of Pilates when I can. Mm -hmm. So the point of that for me is um, like that for me is a win. If that's all I get in in a day, I'm happy. Yeah. I did something. I cared for my body. It doesn't take like to go back to what we were talking about earlier. It doesn't always take the hour that we think it does. It's all about what you do consistently that matters mm. most, right? So if I could do an, if I aimed for an hour in this season of life, I would fail. Right. I would maybe get it one morning and then I'd be like, oh, I can't do it. So I give up altogether. Right. So instead I commit to 10 to 15 minutes and that way I can feel successful I can get it in and I hope that, you know, I can do a little something later, go for a walk or do some other things. But if I can't, I did my movement and I'm happy. Mm -hmm. So I'll do that. Um, and then if I have time, which all depends on when the babies wake up, if I have time, I'll do either a little bit of um, journaling and prayer. I have a, this journal called Write the Word from Cultivate What Matters, which I love. It's just a really quick check-in. Or I have a five-minute journal. Have you, have you ever heard of that? Uh, yeah, it sounds really cool. Yeah, the five-minute journal, it's just like a super quick check-in where it's like gives you a spot to list what you're grateful for, some affirmations, and kind of think about what today would make today great. So I like the way it just kind of sets your day up for with intention. Mm -hmm. And then at that point, it's time to wake up the babies. And so I'll wake them up and I'll feed both of them because they're both still nursing and then get their breakfast going, kind of finish getting ready, get the big kids out the door. And then I'm either with the babies if it's a non-work day or I am um, going to work in my home office. And so our nanny comes over and we do a little handoff and, yeah. and I go to my office. Amazing. I think it, to me, it's just so cool to hear how you get it all done because 
personally, I think kids like are a long way off for me, but even I have a new puppy right now. And even that like has, you know, shaken up my entire routine. She's my second one. So I knew what to expect, but still, um, it's just, it's crazy how much bringing in a kid or a puppy or anything new to your routine. Like you have to find a new normal and just give yourself so much grace. So it's really awesome and inspiring to hear how you do that and run a business and, you know, look after your relationship, keep your faith strong. All that stuff is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And what you said is so true. You just have to, with every new season, just hold it lightly. Mm-hmm. Don't expect it to feel the same. And you just got to keep it readjusting, right? Because if you just try to hold on to what it was before, you'll continually just feel frustrated right. and disappointed because it's new, it's different. It's new. And I'll just say for anyone who's listening or that is a new mom or plans to be at some point or has new puppies, <laughs> Um, the first, I mean, this is at, this is at my one year point with adding the two babies to the family. Mm -hmm. So the first six months with them, even eight months, you know, we were just getting back. We were just waking up, feeding people, trying to get people dressed, like trying to manage the amount of crying and diapers and lucky if I could get a shower, you know, so and, but I just knew, thankfully babies three and four, I knew that it was a season Mm -hmm. And so you just have to kind of remind yourself, like, this is a season. It will pass. How can I feel my best in this season? And then know that it won't be that way forever. Mm-hmm. I think overall, like, just the the thread that I'm hearing through the way that you approach your own life, your schedule, your exercise, just so much grace for, like, your however you're feeling and what's going on and what the season that you're in. I think we can all incorporate that a little bit more and like not be so white knuckle um, like gripping everything so hard and just having a little more grace is so much less stressful so much more enjoyable so much more sustainable Um, so I'm so glad that you're just like weaving that through this entire conversation yeah yeah and that, that brings it back to that whole overall arching you know whatever you want to call it is that stress is not good right. for us, right? right? So by holding on to that, we're trying to be healthy. We're trying to get our workouts and we're trying to eat just right. But if we're stressing about it, we're kind of defeating the purpose. Yeah. So we got to find that happy medium between pushing ourselves, setting goals, having high expectations that move us in the direction we want to go while still being graceful, mm-hmm. you know, and, and giving ourselves grace in those seasons and and being gentle. Yeah, for sure. And since we have so many ambitious women listening to us, I'm sure a lot of us struggle with just staying organized and staying intentional with like what needs to be in our day, what doesn't deserve our our attention or our energy. So do you have any advice for how you determine that, how you stay as organized as possible? I imagine with four kids, like organization is a different ball game. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. But do you have any advice for the boundaries and the intention behind whatever organization looks like for your family? Yeah, it goes back. Gosh, I use this word a lot, but seasons. Mm -hmm. My husband and I got this great advice from a couple that has kind of mentored us over the years, which was to kind of look at your life in seasons. And this was even before we had kids. This is when we were newly married, but it really helped us because we wanted to do all the things, you know, friends and travel and focus on our careers and um, marriage and all these different things. And they gave us the advice to just say, you know what, sometimes it's helpful to say, okay, what is this season Mm -hmm. about? You know, like as we go into this next season, maybe this is a season where we really want to kind of prioritize our careers. And if so, 
what does that mean? Because something's got to give a little bit there, right? That might mean less travel for fun, or it might mean, um, I don't know, less impromptu things in the middle of the day because you really need to stay committed. I'm not sure what that would look like. Or maybe it's a season for community. You're feeling like your community is lacking, your friendships are lacking. So maybe you really want to prioritize friendships for that season. And, and so when you do that, you can kind of get clear for us this past season, it was like, wow, we have to focus in right Mm -hmm. now on family. We're going to have to say no to a lot of things. If we want to have a healthy rhythm, that's not stressful in our home. Um, because the more we say yes to things that aren't in line with that priority, the more we end up feeling stressed out, like, oh, well, we have to go to this thing and this person needs this thing from us. And then we'll hurry and get the kids out the door and you know, who's babysitting. And it just becomes oh stressful yeah. and that's not what we've wanted. So getting really clear on what your priorities are in your particular season, knowing that those can mm-hmm. change, right? Just because you're focusing on one thing right now doesn't mean it forever has to be that way. And then realizing that when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Mm-hmm. So for me, this was huge because I never liked to say no. And it's, I know this is kind of a trendy thing to talk about, but it's really hard yeah. sometimes. Like it, it's easy to say no to the things you don't want to do, but if there's like really something you want to be a part of, um, you have to just pause and ask yourself because a lot of times for me saying yes to say speaking at this, you know, event for moms, that would be really like, I would really love to do that, but it's on my Tuesdays, which is my day with my kids, one of my days with my kids, then I'm saying no to being home Mm -hmm. with them, you know? And so when you pause and you actually ask yourself that, it's going to say, oh no, I want to say yes to being home with my kids because that's actually more important to me right now. And so just reminding, it's never, it's never just clear, like you can say yes to everything. When you say yes to something, you're saying Mm -hmm. no to something else. So just reminding yourself of that can really help to make sure you spend your time on the Mm -hmm. right thing. Well, Robin, I feel like this conversation has inspired so many people to, first of all, try Pilates, which I'm definitely going to do, be more intentional with their exercise, with their living, with their schedules and their seasons, as well as just showing themselves more grace and more ease um, in exercise and their overall wellness journey. So we're super grateful for you. But before you go, we have one more question, and that is, what is one thing that you are currently grinding for? And what is one thing that you are hugely grateful for? We ask all of our guests this because this is the Grind to Be Grateful podcast. Oh, I love it. Okay. I am grinding for continuing to reach more women through the balanced life. So I am really passionate about growing our community, spreading mm-hmm. our message of you mentioned grace um, and kind of one of our taglines is grace yeah. over guilt. And I'm really passionate about spreading that and trying to impact as many lives as possible and then really going deep on the impact of the women who are in our community. So I am grinding on that daily because Mm -hmm. I'm passionate about it. And I am, gosh, and then I, can I, can it kind of be the same thing? I'm so grateful for that, for the community that we have built, for the opportunity to have this business and work and mission in life that I absolutely enjoy. And I have a team for here at The Balanced Life that I just 
am so grateful for the way that they are so passionate about this mission and they come together on a daily basis to further it and to impact lives. Like it's all about serving and helping and having Mm -hmm. an impact. And what, what a gift that is to feel like that's what I get to do for work. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, last but not least, I'm sure everyone wants to know where they can find you, where they can try the five day, um, free Pilates and also where they can join the balanced life sisterhood. Yes. So I'm over on Instagram a lot. That's an easy way to get connected. So it's just at the balanced life and you can find me there. And then over on my website, which is the balanced life online.com there, you can get connected. You can try the five day Pilates jumpstart, which is just a free series to help you just like we talked about, give it a try. Mm -hmm. I hope you'll try it. And then you can go there and also learn about the sisterhood over there as well. Perfect. Well, thank you again so much, Robin. We're super grateful for just all the lessons and the wisdom that you shared with us today. And I'm excited to start my Pilates journey soon. Yes, you'll have to let me know how it goes. Thank (laughs) you so much. This has been so fun. Thank you guys so much for spending your time with me on the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm so happy that we were able to hang out and share some good vibes today. It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take one second to share this episode with someone who you think would love it. And please leave the show or review on iTunes if you're enjoying it. Tell me what you think. Let me know what you want to hear more of. It would really help me out on my mission to educate and empower women to become their very best selves and create more content that you're going to love. Thank you again for listening and supporting the show. And until next time, don't forget to grind and be grateful, my friends.
Thank you guys so much for spending your time with me on the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm so happy that we were able to hang out and share some good vibes today. It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take one second to share this episode with someone who you think would love it. And please leave the show or view on iTunes if you're enjoying it. Tell me what you think. Let me know what you want to hear more of. It would really help me out on my mission to educate and empower women to become their very best selves and create more content that you're going to love. Thank you again for listening and supporting the show. And until next time, don't forget to grind and be grateful, my friends.